Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 22, 22, I think? 22. The last one was our legal episode, so this is 22. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan and Tucker. Cam is celebrating his graduation. He is not able to speak at this moment, I don't believe. So we have our second in-studio guest, Ben Herrick. Ben, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Uh, b- before we get started, just uh, we all started with our high school best high school <laughs> accomplishments. So why don't you give us your best high school athletic accomplishment? Um, I was on Tucker's cross country team. I was two time All Berkshire. Oh wow, legend! Second team All Berkshire basketball. I actually talk about that one more. Thousand point score? No. Oh, mm. all right. Well, um, so you're never the best at anything, were you? Never. Ben, Ben, <laughs> ben is an interesting guest because he is probably our biggest fan, but also our biggest hater. I would say most faithful listener. Yeah. You have a lot of uh, things to say about the podcast. Most of them, fair criticisms, I'd say. But, um, so we're happy to have you. Um, Actually, so, first thing, what was your least favorite take of all of us? Because you always have something to say after every episode, but you got to have one that sticks out. Least favorite take. Oh my God. Um, it's too many to choose from. Uh... I don't. It wasn't even a take. I just did not like the baseball guy saying that he's never he watched two baseball games last year. I didn't watch a lot oh, of Sox last year at all. I, I was too focused on my season. Okay, I was trying to be good That's at fair, baseball. That's all fair. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> didn't work out. Didn't play great, but I so tried. Dylan gets on the loser list early for that. There we go. Thank um, you. Appreciate it. Uh, winners list. Tucker, I just checked the poll. We had a contentious poll this week. It went into um, what are you pointing at? What? Beer. Holy Jesus. cow. Um, it's wasted takes for a reason. We uh, had we had our poll. We were tied again. Tucker and Cam were tied. I just checked the poll. Tucker, you are the loser. You did not win. Wait, wait. Check how many votes are on that poll because there's 11 votes. I just votes checked. I'm, I, I, I just checked. But no, because I checked. It was 55 to 45. Ago. I just checked it. Literally two seconds ago. I don't buy it. I don't buy it because I was up 6-5. Okay, well. Right now, we'll say Cam's a winner, so that'll put his way to take scores up. I don't have the scores in front of me. I think I'm at eight. Cam's probably at seven or eight now. Dylan, you're still at two, right? We're really prepared for this. Yeah, it was a tough week. Tough week. <laughs> we were, uh, we're a day late recording. It's, it was Cam threw a wrench in things. we got to decide if this is an excused ab- absence because he's um, celebrating uh, graduation. But um, anyways, so we'll say right now that Cam's a winner. We'll figure that out later. Check the poll, bro. I just checked it. We'll say right now that Cam's a winner. We can always change it. But, um, yeah, so that's our winners. I don't really have any more losers. I mean, my take last week, I hated my take. It was a bad take. Scottie Pippen's a good team. Did I come in last? I don't think so. I did. Oh, wow. So I'll put myself that's, on that's, the loser That's list. big ups for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, let's just jump into right into Wasted Takes. I'd like to go first because mine's weird. So I couldn't think of a Wasted Take. I was looking around my room, and I saw my... Gators basketball sitting there, the University of Florida. I started thinking NCAA. And I started thinking about I my uh, mom this week, actually, at dinner, which was weird, was like, they're not going to have a football season, a college football season. It's like not going to happen. First of all, I don't think that's true. I think there will be a college football season. I think SEC schools, schools in states that are already open, like Florida and Alabama and all those southern schools, there's no way that they you don't have... You think Alabama is going to cancel their football season? Exactly. Yeah, no. no way. There's no That's way. That's like half the state's revenue. So hear me out here. <laughs> Due to coronavirus, as a direct result of coronavirus, this is going to result in NCAA players getting paid. Here's why. 
players are going to go with the excuse, like we saw in baseball. Blake Snell said, I'm risking my life playing. So if if these NCAA schools come out and say, we're having a season no matter what, doesn't matter if we have to have fans, doesn't matter. Nick Saban's not going to take this lying down. He, he will probably kill 50 people just to be able to have a team after his, <laughs> his recruiting class. They're gonna The players are going to come out and say, we're not playing unless we get some hazard pay. So this is going to – the coronavirus, as a direct result, is going to end this forever. The NCAA is going to have to sack up and pay their players moving forward as a direct result of this pandemic. That's my ways to take. See, now I agree and disagree. I think that players are going to get paid in the near future. Um, but I don't think it has anything to do with this. There's been talks about them getting paid for their likeliness. I don't think there will ever be a salary for college players just because – Different college players earn money for their school, and some college athletes don't. You think any school in the country would have paid me to run cross country? Well, I mean, I mean, but do you want? I mean, like, but, do you want high, like, high revenue sports like basketball? But even at if you go to the Northeastern basketball team, you think they're making money for the school? It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bracket on how much it'll be a pooled pay. It might start out as a as a flat rate, like a low flat rate for everybody, but it'll it'll change I, based on how much revenue way, is generated. I think the better way to go about it is making money off your likeliness, like your likeness, so yes. that players can make money off of sponsorships and stuff like that. But you don't have to pay your players. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's the, the best way to do it. That's the fairest way to do it, to do it too. But you also the, for these athletes, yeah, yeah. I think all of them want to play right now. Personally, I think all they want to play because their future is on the line. They want to go to the league. They only get four years of eligibility. You think they want to skip a full year? Spend one more year before. But if if somebody comes out and says, I'm not playing unless I get paid, I'm not risking my life, quote unquote, even though they're the most in shape people in the world for this. I got I have a opinion on this in terms of I I agree with you in, in a way, but I think the motive won't be for money. I think they're going to see it as a as a way to either get paid. Or guys like Trevor Lawrence, or like the big name players that are going to make the NCAA all that revenue, they're going to say, "Fine, I'll sit out and wait for the draft. I won't get hurt." It'll be almost a, a way to risk not getting injured. Exactly. I mean, the yeah. NCAA is going to lose the or see the money they lose, and it, as a result, not loud enough. And as a result, they're going to like almost like see the value in in the player like in the players in that sense. If that kind of makes I- sense. I mean, that still would fall on my take, though. It's still coronavirus causing. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it'll cause, like, the view of the player's value and how much revenue. I just don't see there being any way in which the the NCAA and especially SEC schools allow, like, there not to be sports. There's no way. I mean, it's. Because Texas Texas is right now is talking about opening up sports, and there's a bunch of other states talking about opening up sports. I mean, if these states are open for business and there's people on the beaches and there's people at the bars, why shouldn't there be people playing sports, especially if they're high-level athletes who are probably not the most at risk for this disease. And there so, are places where sports is everything for these people yeah. of the city. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sold on there not going to be a season. I think there's definitely going to be a season. It depends on how many fans are going to be at the games, I think is the bigger question. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about um, the players getting paid to play, I think salary is off the question, at least for this year. Um, in terms of getting money from the school, because I think a lot of revenue money is going to, the revenue money amount is going to be down because I don't think they're going to yeah. have as many fans. So I don't, like, they're not going to be capable of having as many fans because of whatever policies are going to be in place. So I think the amount of money coming in the school directly from 
games is going to be low. And I don't think the school's going to want to give up that money to have the to give to the players. I mean, yeah. the players can get paid on their likeliness, like Tucker said. You know, they can. It's likeness. We've said likeliness twice, and that's likeness. Whatever. <laughs> I think I just heard it, so then I repeated it. All right. Uh, yeah. So they they can get sponsors probably, and they can they can you know if they if however many jersey sales they get they get a cut of that whatever. It just comes back to that Blake Snell 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 comment to me where he said I'm risking my life. I mean that That's may crazy. not be true, but all right, uh, Tucker, why don't you take your waist? To, uh, no, all right, Ben, your yeah, waist. Yeah, I, I got one. Um, <clears throat> so I've been actually I've been wanting to say this one for a while. Uh, I've been thinking about coming on this podcast couple weeks now just to say this one take i think it's a big one it's a little bit related to the nba related to coronavirus uh, i think if there's one team that needs the nba to start as soon as possible and finish out this season it's the more it's the milwaukee bucks and i think that if one team doesn't want the coronavirus to end not, not end not to end if they want it to end the season it's the miami heat i don't think it's the golden state warriors so okay, elaborate, yep. please. Well, let's let's take this back a little bit. We'll take this back into I want to say 2000. Is it 2010, 2011? You had a player named LeBron James. Coward. Coward. Hate him. But he carried <laughs> oh, his team. He was a he had a decent team around him. He was good enough alone as a super the superhuman he is to take his team to. The, like the end, uh, I think it was the Eastern Conference semifinals. Is this was his last year on the Cavs? This was his last year on the Cavs. Okay. They had a great record. They won over 60 games, just like the Bucks did. And then they lost to a more complete team. The Cavs had no way to put the pieces around him because they had too much money tied up in other players, say, like the Bucks have money tied up in Chris Middleton and players like that. And LeBron looked towards Miami, where there's no state income tax and where he was able to bring another free agent with him. Now, Pat Riley has played this like a genius. He signed Jimmy Butler this year. That contract in two seasons is not going to be much of anything, but he's still going to be on the books. He drafted well. He's got shooters, which is what Giannis needs. And then he also has two max slots for when Giannis is going to be a free agent and for when Kawhi Leonard and I want to say Paul George and a couple others are also going to be free agents. So Giannis is going to be able to see the opportunity so not only go to a, a hot spot, Miami. I mean, Giannis likes to have fun. You, you, Isn't he yeah. married? Yeah, uh, doesn't mean he doesn't like to have fun. He still likes to have fun. They all like to have fun. Let's <laughs> make that very, very clear. Um, he likes to have fun. No state income tax in Miami. They have room for a max slot. Pat Riley is going to put the proper team around him, which he already he set it up, and he's going to be able to bring someone else with him, say a Kawhi Leonard. I'm not saying Kawhi Leonard, because if you can predict what Kawhi Leonard's going to do, you're a genius. A genius. You're, anyone can. Yeah, that's crazy. You know robot. But I, I think AI you're smarter well. than artificial <laughs> I think if this season ends and the Bucks do not win a title next year, which they very well might not, because who knows, NBA free agency is crazy, Giannis goes to the Miami Heat. Okay, so your waste take is Giannis to the Heat in... It, yes, that was... Yeah. Okay. Short version, Giannis goes to the Heat. Okay. <laughs> I like how you like, went a whole way around. I just wanted to compare... Well, to he just wanted, he's building it up. It's a good podcast. I, know, I like how I like he did it. Veteran move. Um, so my question is... So Giannis has said in the past, like, he's not... Like, I think he... I don't know if he said it or if it was talked about, but it was like, if he's not winning there, he's going to have no problem leaving. 
Like he 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 wants to win. Like right. that's number one for him. He's one MVP at this point. He's you know he's a freak. So I can I mean I I think he's gonna leave. I don't think the Bucks are gonna put it together and win in the end. I didn't have them winning the championship. No, it's tough this in year. a small market. Yeah, I, I I don't have I don't have him staying there. Um, I'm personally hoping he comes to the Celtics. I don't think that'll happen. That but happen. <laughs> um, what are the rules for the like? I know the NHL rules right now technically say that if there's no more games, the Bruins are the champions. Is there any rules in the NBA about that or? No, I don't. I don't think so. And even if the, the way that people, no one would get give any sort of credit for the yeah. title. Yeah. Right All right. But so Bucks, that, that wouldn't satisfy him. I mean, Pat Riley is good at his job. He's a genius. So, I mean, yeah, I could see it happening. I mean, that's a destination, man. And it doesn't seem fair that these states have no income tax and they Crazy. are set up <laughs> to just bring in guys and pay them boatloads of money. But, I mean, I I agree with it. I think I think. It'll be interesting to see who else emerges as a destination. Would you know of any off the top of your head where you think he? People say Golden State. Golden State, which I which it makes that. sense. I hate. And I would hate, hate it. Now he would have in Miami. He'd have a younger team around him. He has shooters. Tyler Hero, um, the kid from Williams. I should definitely know his name. Williams. He went to Williams College and then, which is right down the street, and then he went to Michigan as a transfer, and now he's the starter. He's one of the best shoot percentage shooters in the league. But yeah, they they have a young team around him. They'll have they'll have Butler. And they'll also be able to add someone with Giannis, so he'll, he'll get to play GM a little bit. Which what's is what the Heat's record? What's the Heat's record like right now? Like, how were they doing in the East? Were they in the? They were right behind line? the Celtics. Okay, so they're still they're already a solid team. So they're already a good. Team. When is he free? Two years? Two years of free agent? Not next year, the year after. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I I like that take, Tucker. I I would like to see him in Miami. I feel like it's better than most of the destinations. I feel like. He'll probably be looking at the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors. I mean, I think out of those options, I'd say that that's the best option. I mean, I think it makes the league the most competitive, which is what I want to see. I don't want to see any overpowered super teams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the East is still, I think, far like worse than the West. Yeah. So. I mean, if you throw Giannis and one other guy on the Miami Heat, they're going to run. If Giannis had one other guy on the Bucks, they'd... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dale, any thoughts to it? Uh, we're talking about the white guy on the Bucks, right? No. No. No? <laughs> Big no. Oh, my God. He is oh probably God. the best player in the NBA right now. Okay. Like package. The Greek guy. Greek freak. Greek, Greek, Greek freak. He's giant. He's, a, he's like six. MVP. What white guy on the Bucks are you Leading the MB- MVP race. All right, Dale's not very good. What guy am I talking about then? I have, yeah. Or Son Ilyasova? I don't know. So, wasn't he white? Is this the honest guy white? Andrew Bogut, no, like no. 10 years ago? Maybe he's thinking about is, someone else. Is, is there a guy? Like Jokic or something like Jokic. that? Jokic! <laughs> he's on the Nuggets. Wasn't he on the Bucks? And he's like in some from some weird European country. Well, like, well so it started with like why, right? Yeah. So I was confused. But okay, well, starts I don't know. Dylan's not very well versed. I don't so know. Neither of them start with why. Ben took yeah, shots starts at... with a G. Jokic starts with a J. But... Well, they sound <laughs> phonetically similar, okay? And anyway, uh, you know, Ben was saying how I don't didn't watch a lot of baseball. Well, I watched less basketball. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tucker or Dylan, who wants to go next? Dill. Okay. Um, I don't have a waste to take, but uh, the mind's uh, going right now. So here we go. Um, <laughs> the wheels are turning. This is a good you, podcast. Hey, okay. Serious? I came up with it on the spot. This will be a winner. I need more professional paintball on TV. That's you guys right. ever watch professional paintball? Not, not once in my life. I have. Not once in your life? Okay, I I, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I was about 10 years old, 
and I took a trip up to Toronto to watch the Red Sox play the Blue Jays with my dad. And uh, they got steamed, absolutely steamed. They lost both games. We were up there. I was devastated. And um, I came. We were on our way home. Torrential downpour. Decided we had to stop uh, and stay the night because we couldn't drive anymore. It was in the middle of nowhere, New York. It's like 3 in the morning. I turn on the TV. I watched paintball until the sun came up. I swear to God. It was like 5.30 in the morning. Sun came up. I, I didn't know there was such a thing as professional. Yeah, and, no. I've seen And it. I don't think I ever watched it again. But I still remember that time, those two and a half hours in the morning to this day. And it was great. And I need professional paintball. You know what? Now. I did watch it once at Patrick Colvin's house when I was like 11. Like at like 12 at night. But um, I, it's, that's what it's on. I mean, it seems like a social distance sport you could get away right, with. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're shooting at guys that are 100 meters away from you, probably. These dudes were playing tag, or no, not tag, capture the flag. They had little hideouts. And you guys I was watching know. the same game as you. I need to, I need, I don't know, that's all I'm saying. I just came up with it. I was thinking about Not bad off the top of your head, I guess. So, uh, much like you in the basketball take, I have nothing really to contribute other than I'll take any sort of you competition heard of on TV. Gene McGee, the best paintball player of all time? No, I haven't. Uh-huh. Um, I played paintball once. I'll, I, this might be my contribution. I played paintball once. My gun was broken, and it, it, it didn't shoot. I shot Ben in the butt. Close range, though. <laughs> Wait, um, I thought you said it didn't shoot. Gave him a, it, it, so the way it was, it, would, it wouldn't shoot when I hit the trigger. It would just randomly shoot about eight <laughs> shots. It was like, bop, 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 like eight shots, like just out of nowhere. So I was just pointing it at Ben. <laughs> And he was behind a tree, and I nailed him in the butt pretty good. But, uh, I mean, I'm down for any sort of competition on TV. Tucker, you, you watch professional football? Yeah, I've watched it a couple guy? times at the Heritage. It's just been on at, like, 11 a.m. when we open. Mm-hmm. And it's an incredible – it's fun. I mean, it's – It's exciting to watch. It's a good watch. sport to watch. It's like so IRL Warzone. It Actually, sounds like the perfect Corona sport, I'd say. I think we need to just make our own paintball – Let's place hey, and just play paintball. Let's get paintball guns. That's what I wanted them to do with the Berkshire Mall for a long time. I know that's what we said. Yeah, or airsoft. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Ben, 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 hate this take. You know paintball? I love it. I don't think it's a take. <laughs> what do you mean? I need you more said, paintball in my you life. You said I need more. Pa- I need more money. ESPN should. ESPN hey. should focus more on professional paintball. <laughs> I need. We have. I need more. I don't know. Be, due to due to due to social distancing problems. And not being able to have many fans at sports. Who goes to paintball? So it doesn't matter. They're not getting revenue from the fans going to these other ones. So let's let's plug in some cool other sports. I'm saying paintball. So you want top to, the list? They'll make more money talking about basketball than they will. That's a hundred percent fact. They're they're yeah, they're, but I'm they're down airing Korean baseball right now. They can air paintball. I'd I need rather watch paintball. Korean baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys it. got some wild <laughs> movements and pitches. They're crazy. Yeah, Yoshi. Um. <laughs> His pitcher, his name's Yoshi. He's filthy. <laughs> Hint of racism there? No. <laughs> um, all right. Jeez. Let's, let's uh, back away from that. What a take. What a take. Professional paintball, hot in the streets. Uh, Tucker, you've been you've refused to go for three takes now. Well, it's because it goes it well. It goes into our next. Okay. Right. Shoot. Give us it then. All right. Well, I've been following the news a little bit recently and been seeing baseball not, players not whine about not getting paid enough won't take half salaries if they only play half a season because they're risking their lives. NHL I haven't heard much from, but the NBA has been actively petitioning to finish this season out. And it's leading me to believe 
NBA players out of all the sports currently going on, I'm not going to bring NFL into it. I don't like this. Care the most <laughs> about their sport, about this season. Oh, Jones, more than sport. any other sport. I mean, I don't know how you can debate it because the MLB players, like, I don't know if I want to play. They're, NHL players are staying quiet. Because you're taking a 75% pay cut. NHL players are staying quiet. And they don't NBA have a TV players, deal like the NBA does. NBA players are sacrificing their contract to pay uh, staff. NBA players are having meetings with executives in the NBA so that they can finish off this season in the future. They care more than any other league about finishing off their season. I'll go. I like I like the sentiment behind it as a basketball fan. I do think part of it comes from baseball players make money on their salaries. And when those salaries are cut, they're making significantly less money. NBA players, when they step on the court, they make money off their endorsements, off marketing. They're the most marketed the player. The TV deals are insane. But who are they? Who are they meeting with though to make this decision? They're meeting with Chris Paul, LeBron James, James Harden, the marketed players. So they see making money in terms of commercials, in terms of TV deals. It, they will make a significant amount of money with all eyes on them through the TV because there's nothing else to watch and finish out this. Okay, out this but season. I haven't heard Mike Trout. Or he's not marketing Carlos Stan or any of them. They're, like I haven't heard. Anything. We had this conversation. I had this take maybe a month ago where I said who like who's the greatest baseball player of all time? Arguably Mike Trout, but he's not marketed. Who is like the biggest star in baseball? Bryce right Harper. I guess so. Yeah. I said this the other night because he's got I, nice hair. I said this the other night. Not a bald guy. Not a good player. Not a good teammate. <laughs> Pat Bad, you know the hair guys. I'm telling I said you. this the other night. Kenneth Farid. A couple years ago, he was marketed at the same level as Kenneth Farid. When you say, mar- when you say marketed, you just mean like that was the amount name, of certain name, amount of popular. name recognition, yeah. name recognition yeah. okay. of the general population. And that <laughs> just goes to show you how baseball players make – that's why their contracts are so long and so big because that's their stable. So here's the reason I think Tucker's kind of on to something is because the NBA is the most player-oriented league out there. Absolutely. I mean the players run that league. Like, like Ben said – you can be a GM and a player at the same time. Look at LeBron. I mean, he's a coach, a GM, and a player. He does it all. Um, so except rebound. He's <laughs> except for, yeah, except or play defense. Well, he's actually not bad. But we're just kidding. We'll get so um, I think that's probably the biggest reason why is because they it's a players league. They're basically I mean Adam Silver is the shadow commissioner. He just <laughs> he just speaks for all the top players. So like Ben said, what is what does Taco Fall think of playing? You know, he's nobody. Like, these guys that are nobody, that are not going to be making any money, what do they think about potentially? And, and the NBA, the funny thing is, the NBA was probably the most affected league by all this. I mean, Rudy Gobert was the whole thing. That was the first thing that I started to get I mean, worried about Lakers coronavirus. players got... I know, no, everybody, like everybody in the league had it. Look, I mean... Nobody died. <laughs> but that's when I started to freak out about coronavirus was when the NBA shut down. I was like, holy cow, this is a legit thing now. But um, so I that's why I, I mean, it I don't think they're the most committed to the sport. I think they're the most committed to their own brand. I actually was disappointed in baseball because baseball players seem like the guys that are like I've said a million times this podcast. They respect the game more I think than anybody else that plays. They care more about the sport than you know. They want to make it fun. They want to make it more popular. It seems like the NBA, the MLB is just bad at marketing their players. But I don't know I. I'm I'm just I have a problem with basketball players a lot of times because it seems like a lot of them are selfish and a lot of them are, you know, out for number one and don't really care about winning too much. And that's a different era between not going back to last dance, different eras care more about winning back then. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Dale, you, you definitely don't like this take. Yeah. I mean, you hit all the topics, all the points really. But the one, one thing about the MLB is that I haven't heard besides Blake Snell, are there other guys that are saying? I think so. Yeah. I think there are. And it's because they're only going to get what? They're not going to, they're getting a 75% pay cut. 75% pay cut. I mean, that is, that's a lot of, that's a lot of cut pay. Like usually like I'm like, you're okay. You're a multi, multi multi-millionaire. Like why do you need as much? But 75% is a, is a lot. And when your money is your salary, it's a lot. I mean, it's tough because I don't know. I feel like basketball wouldn't take long for those guys to get up to speed to play for baseball. I mean, they, I feel like the time it takes to get the baseball players up, ready to go to play competitive whole, baseball games, they have a whole month of a season is going to take them three weeks, maybe three weeks, and then a couple days before then they start playing, and then by then, then they're playing every day, and the and the 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 plan was like mandatory double headers on like every week or something crazy like that. I don't know if it's it, I don't know if that's even like feasible. Plus with the pay cut. Guys won't be into it. I don't know. Then you didn't like that? I just think there's the NBA does have the issue where players have not been playing for two months. You got to give them at least a month to work themselves back. I don't think it's a month for the NBA, but it would be. Me and Dylan had a conversation earlier, and he said that the MLB season takes more endurance than the NBA season. And this is something that we were fighting on earlier in the day. I actually, I wouldn't say there's too much of a day. I think. I don't. I don't agree with Dylan. But, but their season is so long. the MLB season's so long. Like so many games, you're playing every day for months. And the NBA, they're playing every you know every day, every couple days. But they're they're exerting more energy. So I think it's it's pretty. I'd say it's pretty even. But I I probably give the nod to the NBA just because there's so much more activity going on on the court. Then you look at pitchers though. That's my pitchers. Only, that's true. Pitchers. You get into the playoffs and you literally go to games. You run out of pitching. Yeah. Like, I, I, we, the question was endurance, so like, I mean, you get, guys get burnt out at the end of a baseball season. I don't see guys get burnt out at the end of a basketball season. James Harden. Yeah, people. Well, okay. J- James Harden plays every minute of every game as hard as he possibly can. I don't see any other player, including LeBron, do that. That's a wild That's take. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What just came out of your mouth is insane. That's it's true. They play seventy out of eighty-two games. Yeah, that's not all of them. How many baseball? Fine. Like, okay, then you can have. JBJ stand in center field for nine innings and maybe not get the ball hit to him. Yeah, the preparation that goes into that game is way more than preparation that goes Mentally, into a basketball I agree, game. I'd agree. I disagree. The agility Completely. and strength work you have basketball to do. Basketball game's in over between. in its 12-minute quarter. Like, it's not even a, it's not even long. You just kind you're of sitting out there. bench for half a baseball game. Yeah, you're in. You're you're prepared mentally for every pitch of every game. It's three hundred. Mentally, I agree. I think it's much more taxing. It's mentally. much more taxing at the end of a baseball game than at the end of a basketball game in terms of mentally. And I'm gonna say it. Most guys physically. <laughs> that's a hot. You should. That should have been your race to take. I mean, that's a hot take. But uh, all right. We'll, I, I, I don't we'll know. move on. Awesome for, for I don't know what type of baseball you're playing. Ben is at the never, part of the podcast Dylan, where he starts to hate us. Dylan. Dylan was at Castleton State University. Just running sprints in the dugout. Because <laughs> that's why he was so tired. Because he loves the game, morning. baby. Um, all right. Full so we'll, full time, we'll, we'll move on. I, that, Tucker, that is a good segue because, uh, by the way, Ben has kind of come on as his executive producer. He's given us topic ideas. Today we're doing a full Ben show because he's in. So these are all Ben's <laughs> topics. Um, his first one, we, t- like Tucker said, NBA looking to return. People, uh, the 
major players talking to the league about starting it up. How would it work? Um, the best idea I heard, I think Ben told me this idea, was a campus idea. So you just get like a few courts and you move everyone in. So like a, <laughs> I read that somewhere. Wait, is that an actual too. idea? That, yeah, that's a legitimate. So if, if they if they just put like all the, oh, oh, all these oh. fucking whoa all the um teams in a uh, if they put all all the like eastern teams on one college campus and all the uh, western teams on another, that'd be awesome. I need cameras rolling. Yes, I was Literally, about to say oh, National Drama uh, Association. We need we need full. Episodes behind the scenes Guys, drama of the NBA season. Friends, it'd be <laughs> yes. incredible. It'd be, it'd, I mean, the NBA <laughs> is the most dramatic league. There's I, most it's, stuff it's going on. So, that would be more entertaining. Just subtweeting somebody, subtweet someone, yeah. and you have to see him in the hallway on the way to your dorm. And the then next you day. and then and then they play the game, and then afterwards you talk about the drama. It's like and just the Celtics like having a dorm, like Jalen and Jason are roommates. Like what goes on in there? Like it would be like a Nickelodeon. That's how I want drama, it like teenage thing. But for adults, that's how I want it done. I I truly believe that. Now, I want in this. terms of the games, would they, Ben? What do you think they play the remainder of the games in the regular season? Or do you think they just play play like four games and then go into the because it was almost over anyways. Right. So so what I think they should do on this is they should try to get as much out of the regular season as they can. You had teams like the Pelicans. Oh yeah, how many who were on the, are Who were on the come up? Ten. Uh, who are on the come up and are looking at a playoff spot. And the only way to really put a true asterisk on this season is to have teams miss out on opportunities. Yeah. Now, that would look bad historically. I have a well, take that doesn't on matter how to this is run so this. crazy to begin with. And I say you cut the rest of the regular season. Nope. But I kind of talk Hear me out. Hear me out. Every team makes the playoff in a three-game series in the first series, three-game series in the second. So the one plays the 16, so everyone so has a shot. So you discredit everything they no, just No, 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 because they – no, it's all about, about seeding. It's You're about the current seeding. No, no, no. So it's a three-game series. So, like, the number one team's playing the worst team in the but league. But it's the playoffs. Anybody can anybody can win every – Anyone game. can win, it's but it's a three-game series. But you're telling me, like, you have Lakers versus who's the worst team? Or the the Warriors. Lakers versus Warriors first series. But Curry's healthier now. So here's so th- this is what you have to do. You can't make this end of the season if they're going to bring it back. You can't try to make it like a regular season. I agree. You have to go full out something else. Call the championship trophy something else. Call the mm. make the format something else so it becomes known as the this. So you you brought this up to me and originally I was like, how are they gonna do that? But if it'd be kind of cool, you said yeah. it'd be cool to have like a different the, thing. the one ever like Corona trophy. Well, don't call it don't call it the, no not call the Corona <laughs> trophy, but the one ever trophy. This is made sponsored exactly. by coronavirus. You're the only team that has it. No. Yes. Rings that'd be kind of cool, though. Rings matter because, yeah, to these no, players. I think you're right. But, no, but, you're they, right. but the NBA could do something here if they did some sort of behind-the-scenes, make it into some sort of drama, showy Oh, 100%. Thing. If you have market, all these players together. That and then play the games, but you know, maybe not really play the games. I would rather, I mean, you're talking, you're I would talk, rather watch the reality show than the rest of the NBA. You're talking about generating revenue? <laughs> I mean, if, if you have this situation where you have all these players, how many players are in the NBA? I mean, you have all these players living, and they all hate each other. And, yeah. and and you have them living together, and the the reality show you can make out of that will generate the revenue for you. Generate you don't. So, oh my God. That wouldn't be, be great. That wouldn't be great. Social distancing. It'd but the, I'm all for it. It'd be the biggest show since. Game I mean, of it's Thrones. just like the 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 uh, UFC though. You have everyone tested before they go in, and then you just keep testing them every week. I mean, Donald Trump says we have unlimited tests. So. <laughs> so I my ideal what I think they should do to handle this season, and then you have to look at next season because this season's going to end late. 
You have to play regular season games. So, but that's the thing, though, Ben, because if it if they do play a shortened season, um, I mean, I, I, they do play the regular season. Then when are they going to start the next season? It, on the lockout shortened season, when LeBron won his first title, they started on Christmas. That's a good. They, that's a good thing to bring up in our next. Uh, our next asterisk. No, I actually debate. I don't think that's an asterisk because everyone knows what they're getting into when they begin. So everyone knows I'm playing a 58, 60 it's a game fair season. Playing field, like right. No, I yeah. So you agree with me? I do think though that you have to because of that same reason you have to finish out this regular season at least. At least until like you really get a full picture of the playoffs, and then you can play. You can even do a three-game series for the start of the playoffs. Yeah, but, but I'm our, not sure our, that our counts. point. Our point is that there's so much of a break between what happened before, which is what versus what's going to happen next, that it makes more sense. Maybe not forget everything that happened before. Incorporate the seedings into something new. Call it something new because there's no way you can get the asterisks taken off this season. So you just Again, make it something new. I, make it something fun. I want to say it's not yeah. viable, but the, the, the NBA, going. before this happened, was talking about doing a midseason tournament for some sort of trophy. So, I mean, kind My of My only problem there. with that is that I agree with Ben on the fact that imagine if LeBron won this one, and then people are like, well, it doesn't count as a ring because it was the Yeah, but then the LeBron can, people can that. say, how many Corona trophies does Jordan have? I then, don't then know. Then how about no one <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm rooting for them to come back. I need them to be all in one they area. Could, they, they'll just go all in on the summer league. I need them to be all in one area. That'd be fantastic. The, the, how petty yeah. that league is. I, I mean, I think there, there is a way, and they even have a plan for it. There's a way to pull it off when you keep the like the validity of the regular season, and then you just shorten the next one on the front end. It makes it way more legit. Uh, you, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, seasons. it's just like a lockout season, so that, that makes the most sense. Yeah. I mean. But um, all right. So let's move on. Staying on basketball, the uh, last dance wrapped up this week. Uh, Dill Tucker, I know you're behind, but uh, Ben, Ben and I will will chat it up, um, and then we can go into more in depth about other documentaries. I'm gonna take a bathroom break. Go for it. Um, so I mean, this turned me into a Jordan guy. This whole thing, I didn't really. I originally back in the day, I was a LeBron guy. I mean, uh, that's hand up. I rooted for LeBron when I shouldn't have. Um, I was just a kid. I was an idiot. So kids are stupid. When but, they were playing the Celtics, that's yeah, a Boston sportsman. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. No, it was a dark <laughs> time in my life. I, I, like five, six years ago, I said, why, why am I rooting for this dude? Why am I not rooting for every, you know, Boston team? I really did it just to piss you off. I think. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think a lot of people did it to piss yeah. you off because you're such a selfless guy. But, um, I mean, this turned me into. A, I don't know how you can watch this and say Le- LeBron's the goat. I mean. He's got he's what what three and six in finals. I mean he just he cares more about the image than the team. You know he, you know LeBron. They people say like, you know Jordan might have been a jerk to his teammates, but he willed them to win. He made them better players. LeBron I'm sure is a pretty nice guy to his teammates. They do costume parties. They have Taco Tuesday over at his house. You know, um, but I mean this whole thing. The biggest revelation for me was the flu game is fake news. It's the food poisoning game. Which is maybe worse. <laughs> and no, Ben and I have both had food poisoning in the past year. ER. <laughs> and we both went to the ER and got IVs. And I was probably out of commission for three days after that. Yep. I was so weak. I mean, to th- that's maybe worse. You're right. Maybe worse. I mean... It takes everything out of you. 
<laughs> but I mean, this guy's the goat. I mean, I don't know how you can say otherwise. Six six championships. It's like Brady. It's like the people that say Brady's not the goat. Like the people that say Peyton Manning. I laugh at them. I'm like, you're so dumb. He has six championships. What are you talking about? But um, and and he never went to a game seven. And he just the, the my favorite thing probably through the whole thing was his personal vendettas. A guy could look at him the wrong way. A guy could fart in his direction and he took it as a slight on him and his family and his religion and his beliefs. And, <laughs> and he, he put him on a 48 minute island. And he hurt them. He hurt, he ended their careers. What was the one guy? I never even heard of him. He was some guy that came Probably in and why. shot well in one game and, and he said, good game, Michael, after him, after the game. And, and he was mad. He was really mad. They, they said, I've never seen anyone get attacked as hard as this He probably did. didn't even mean to, like, slight him. He probably was actually just saying, good game. Like, that's, he just, hey. good game. <laughs> well, that, 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 that goes to the, do you remember when um, the Kobe Bryant story, when another all-star at an all-star game said, just don't look him in the eyes. Players were terrified oh, to yeah. take him off because that kind of thing would happen. But, uh, Ben, your just overall thoughts on the whole documentary and everything. You know, I think, regardless, of, I could go for hours on the GOAT argument. That'll get us nowhere. We've been going for hours. We got got in a two-hour argument the other night. I think, just in general, I think, believe it or not, Jordan is a more likable persona than any other player ever because, number one, he doesn't apologize for anything. Number two, he says it like it is. He doesn't do anything for the... He's unapologetically himself all the time, and that's something that I've just grew to respect. And... Like that, honestly, I could go into the goat discussion, but I'm as a like a persona for like someone who just like worked his ass off, were like, you know, d- didn't didn't get into the political thing. People are afraid to even like, the, people are afraid to not talk about it. Like, he, so I agree with you because if you look at, the, think about memes. Like the internet takes things they love and turn it into memes. How many Jordan memes are there compared to how many like? say LeBron memes are there. Yes. The crying Jordan is arguably the greatest meme of all time. I mean, that's that's timeless. Tucker, you raised your hand about five minutes ago. You've been wanting to get I just want to say one thing about the um, one statement you said about Jordan making everyone better. Jo- you're acting like Jordan's teammates weren't great. Dennis Robbins the greatest rebounder of all time. Steve Kerr is one of the greatest shooters of all time. No, 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 about that. Don't give Steve Kerr that, bro. <laughs> yes, he, yes, he's a Golden State Warriors coach. He averaged like seven points a game. He's got how many championships? I'll give you, I'll give you like, Rodman and, and, and Pippen and Pippen for sure. I will not give you Steve Kerr. Now, what people do forget, though, is the teams that, like, yes, LeBron did play, like, two of the best teams ever with the KD Warriors, KD and Steph Warriors. But people slight, because everyone has their recency bias, people slight the teams Jordan played. We're not going to remember really how good Draymond Green was in 20 years because he's just a side, really just a side piece. People forget that Utah Jazz team had Carl Malone, third. John Stockton. John best, Stockton, one of the best point top three point guard of all time. Carl Malone, third um, highest in point totals. Of I all heard time. people talking about saying, "Imagine John Stockton trying to guard LeBron." It's like, what does that have to imagine, do with anything? J- imagine no. JJ Barea in that Miami Heat series trying to guard LeBron. Oh yeah. wait, he kind of did. <laughs> but and also people look at like graduate shout out. People look at like <laughs> let's get him on the people show. People forget about guys like Jeff Hornacek. People forget how good Gary Payton really was. Because, yes, they weren't some of the all-time greats, but neither is Clay Thompson. Neither – like, they're they're great for this era, but we're not going to – and not to disrespect them, we're not going to remember those kind of guys in 20, 30 years like we remember guys like LeBron and Jordan. 
and so that that's I why mean, I th- you can't slight the Warriors like that. They're, that's one of the great one of if not At, the no, greatest no. team assembly. Absolutely, of all time. but like the other. I mean, but that but the point against Jordan is who did he beat in the finals? He beat an MVP, Charles Barkley. Yes, Charles Barkley didn't win Carl anything. Carl Malone, MVP. Carl Malone, MVP. John Stockton, one of the best players of all time. If you look at that Pacers roster, they were they're thought of still as one of the best teams that didn't make the finals. And you don't know any of the players on the team's names because you forget about those borderline level all star role players that those teams have. So I mean, people talk, and then you look at the Celtics, who are one that Celtics team that beat. Jordan early on in his career, Jordan was ten years younger. If he, I mean, if he had People been drafted in '74, he would have he would have destroyed that team. People argue for that as the greatest. But um, Dylan, you got you got a thought? Uh, yeah, I just take away the players that were on the teams and the and the eras. I just think about the mindset, and I just I think the mindset of Jordan is just eons greater than the mindset of LeBron. That's just me. Everybody's gonna hate. I think if you're gonna me. so. If you're going to talk about Jordan's teammates, he did make guys around him better. He made uh, – who was the guy that he was harassing that entire last Pokich season? No, no. Uh, oh. What the heck was his name? Burrell. Burrell. Hilarious. Scott Burrell. Just harassed him all the time, bothered him in practice. Um, just he, – he made those guys better. He made them play he knew better. Because he was going to need them. But LeBron – LeBron can't LeBron, play with players. But the, no, but the thing is, LeBron <laughs> – if you're going to argue LeBron, you'll say, oh, yeah, he, he – he made people around him better. It really wasn't. It was more of a Herculean effort by himself in that, at least the most recent finals he's won. He did have D-Wade and Chris Bosh. I mean, they were already good. He didn't have to make that Absolutely. better. But if you're going to argue LeBron, say, oh, well, he didn't need the teammates. It's not that he made his teammates at an all-star level. People leave so, LeBron's team because they don't want to play with him. I don't, I don't agree with, with that purely based on the fact that one guy can't turn a team from the best team in the best team in the Eastern Conference to the worst team in the Eastern Conference. Like, I think he can't. you that's LeBron alone? Because that's think un- about the that's godly. Think about the I know, but I'm saying that he made that when he was on the team, he made those other players better. Tristan Thompson was a way better player when LeBron was there. Tristan Thompson Tristan was an All Star with LeBron. He's nothing without. No, no, no. Tristan. For, well, in the first with the Cavs when they went from Tristan Thompson was the draft pick they got as a result of LeBron leaving and them sucking. So. That just that if, if that's what, if that's what you were talking oh, Kyrie, about. Yeah. No. Kyrie was Kyrie was the Clippers pick. Believe it or not. No, I'm way. talking about now Tristan Thompson versus Tristan Thompson in 2015, 2016. He wasn't like, a starter. I think if if the arguments can be made for LeBron is that he is able to to will teams. Okay, then I guess you can say yeah. He but can, he's Hercules then. He's then what I mean, is Jordan? I mean, so, he, he may be God, Hercules, but it's Zeus. tough to it's well, tough, it's tough to play left, with him. Is what I'm saying. When Jordan left the Bulls, they were still a playoff team. And then then he came back and they won 72 games. Yeah, but didn't they win like fifty something without him? And then the year after, like yes, but they were they blew through the finals with him, and then lost in the semi Eastern Conference semifinals without him. Like it's like, it's like how it's like saying that how the Patriots were undefeated without Tom Brady, and then but Matt, Matt Castle went eleven and five. Yeah, but they weren't the I best offense so, at the time. Speaking of Patriots. Let's talk more about more of these documentaries we'd like to see. Because I think, I mean, ESPN does a great job with their films and stuff, and 30 for 30s are electric. But the, the next big documentary is coming out. I mean, obviously, 20 years, 10 years from now, the Patriots, they're going to have to do one. If they're, I mean, this, this is a set, a set blueprint now. If you want to be successful, you, um, you just focus on a team in an era. I mean, the Patriots, I mean, just the dynamic between Kraft, Brady, and Belichick – 
the breakup, you know, the success, the Brady. I mean, everybody, we've already talked ad nauseum about Brady's come up story, 199 pick. I mean, there's not much to say there, but just the, the thing I would worry about is how much film they have behind the scenes. But the thing is, Belichick has a documentary crew every season. So, because every season they win a Super Bowl, they put out a documentary about the whole season. So they can definitely do it. Um, I think you'll have to wait till, unfortunately, until Belichick's probably dead to do it, because I don't <laughs> think he's going to want to sit there and talk about, you know, the interpersonal relationships. But then again, he might, because he did the Bill and Bill thing about three years ago, where he, he and Bill Parcells. That's I need it. I need it in my life. I need I need them sitting down with these guys behind. I need them having an old Tom Brady sitting there mm-hmm. si- sipping his his shake, talking about how he got angry at players. And I mean, that's the most obvious choice. Any other thoughts to a team you'd like to see this on or a player you'd like to see this on? Well, my thoughts on the Patriots one is the only thing that I hope is that they do it the way that they did this Jordan documentary was like 20 years down the road. When anyone when anyone can talk openly, no one's still in the lead that does it. And then everyone, because I felt like having that open discussion, yeah. people could talk about it more freely and it made the documentary better. I feel like the documentary was done like three years after Jordan retired, there's still about a lot of these guys in the league. I think the same thing would happen to the Brady documentary. I agree. That's why I think it's coming 10, 15 years down the road. Which I I would prefer. Yeah. Um, I think the best documentaries with, like like this one, all eyes on this documentary because this was one of those great teams that everyone watches. I think the Patriots are the no-brainer. Adam Schefter tweeted right after the last uh, episode. He's like, what about the Patriots? So this isn't, I'm not arguing with you there. I absolutely think that's that's the one. Personally, I'd love to see a documentary on the life of Manny Ramirez. <laughs> so I watched a clip. I watched like a three-minute clip of him, the like last week, and he was he went to the bathroom during during when he was on the field. He was high-fiving fans on the field when people when there was not three. Outs. Mid-play. Yeah. Mid- <laughs> yeah. And, and then and then but also like you know the whole steroid allegation. He had a whole domestic abuse issue. I think he's one of the most interesting characters. Baseball. I, I mean, here. keeping with the Boston bias, you could do a pretty probably pretty solid Red Sox one on the 2000 to 2010 Red Sox. I mean, maybe even past to the to the chicken wing scandal, the kind of breakup of the Terry Francona era. Really, you could do the 2003 yeah. season, the Gary Little stuff. You could do the the you know the awful loss they had in Game Seven to the 2004. I mean, that's been talked about forever. But um, even into the 2007 season, acquisition of guys like Dustin Pedroia and. Jacoby Ellsbury, well, the, the, set up the next that, era. That would be tough because the last dance was focused on the players, focused on Michael Yeah, nobody, can, nobody can, we can't really, like that. You can't really yeah. do that for the Sox. So you have to you have to focus it around a player, I think, um, more so than a team. Like you can focus it around Brady or you can focus, focus around Belichick, the coach. Um, so I think you have to focus on a player um, or just a single person. And I think what would be great would be a through the years of Mike Tyson. Oh, and yeah. his fights. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson is a character. Boxing itself is a great sport. Yeah, Mike Mike Tyson's a character. He he like he acted in some movies. He's just a goofy guy. I think that would be entertaining. I mean, he, the the dude would people would watch those fights religiously. Staying people in, people staying in time too. People still still watch those fights from beginning to end. Staying in boxing, I mean, you could do Floyd Mayweather. 100% could do Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yep. he's 50 and 0. He can't read. That's true. He fought McGregor. That was like uh, awesome. He's. Yeah. I mean, I think you I, you need an interesting guy, and Manny Ramirez, Manny Ramirez is an interesting guy. You, in could, you could you could focus a, a, a crazy 
good 30 for 30 on him for yes. sure. I don't know if you can do a full show, but you there's tons of fights. It's really it's it stinks, it's but I think the only team you could do is the Patriots. Say, center it on I, Brady. If Belichick comes back and wins Super Bowl in the next five years, then you could probably focus on Belichick. Because I, without yeah. Brady, that would be an interesting I think there's one other too. team you can do it on. I think it's the Golden State Warriors. Because I I think that the rise of the Golden State Warriors to the dramatic fall of the Golden State Warriors to what I think next year is going to be another rise of the Warriors. When, I mean, because they're going to have a ton of cap saves next year. They're going to get a top pick. And then they're going to probably get a huge free agent. I remember thinking you about the Warriors. You bring that team back at full next year. And I think you could have another rise of the Warriors. If they win another championship in the next two years, I think you could have a really good documentary based on that. And I remember thinking about the war. Like, I didn't know that the Bulls were so bad before Jordan got there. The Warriors, I remember back in the day, were awful. Like, they had terrible uniform. I mean, they had Baron Davis. He, he was good. But before that, I mean, they weren't – I mean, they were good way back when, I think. But yeah. they they weren't really good in the early 2000s or anything like that. So I think that could be interesting. I like, Gold, I like Golden State simply because their team name, Golden State – there's no other team that has not the state or the city as the main part of the name. What about the, the New name. England Patriots? Besides the Don't New England Patriots, <laughs> besides the New England Patriots and the Golden State Warriors, well, sure <laughs> I, can't of, I can't think of I can't think of I can't think of another team. Overall, I'll give it probably New England Revolution. The last, the last yeah, the last dance. I'll probably give an eight or eight 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 three out of ten. I do agree with Tucker. The criticism. He had was that Jordan had basically final say on everything. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you're looking through rose-colored glasses, rose-colored glasses. I do think he's a giant dick, but I like him so much more. I he's turned me into such a Jordan. But guy. see, he doesn't care that you think that. No, not at all. And that's yeah, the thing. and that's, that's why, why I like him. Care. Yeah. He talk about like when he punched Steve Kerr in the face. He did. Other, he did. They talk about it. They're just did. competitive. You gotta watch it. Maybe yeah, watch maybe it. <laughs> but um, all right. So let's quickly. <laughs> Ben had an idea. We're going to start breaking down divisions in, in the NFL. Let's just go through a division. We'll start with maybe the most in, interesting division in football right now, the NFC South. Um, obviously, you got Brady, you got Breeze, you got Matt Ryan, and then you got uh, some guy in Carolina, either Bridgewater or probably Bridgewater. But, I mean, breaking down that division, I've said from the start, Saints. This is the Saints division to lose. I mean, they've been good. they've been good forever. Drew Brees, I still think is, you know, as as weird as it is, in his prime, he's still he's just breaking records every year. He's got the best, arguably a best receiver in the league on his team. Um, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see Brees and Brady twice a year. But like I said from the start, Bucks go eight and eight. Panthers, I mean, aren't gonna be fun to watch. Um, and people, some people have the the Falcons. Coming up this year, who do they get? They're still dead. They're, I think. I think that loss to the Patriots is going to curse them for 28 years. They're they're never going to come back from that. There's no way you can ever come back from that. They were so good too. I they ran through the regular season. I would agree if they didn't have a great second half of the year last year. I think they ended off the year. Falcons were sure bet last year, and I think that that could lead to them being a good team this year. I think it's going. To be an at-large bid for the wild card. Who did the Panthers get as their wide receiver this year? Didn't they get a top-tier wide receiver? Not that I recall. Because when they got some guy in the second round that's like one of the top guys. Oh, in the draft? I have no idea. Yeah, in the draft. they got. I did like their first-round pick. They got someone. Uh, Derek Brown, the T-tackle. And I think they could honestly be good. They could sneak in the wild card. I think that they're the least likely. I don't think they're getting any. I don't think that there's... 
a huge possibility, but I think they have a chance. I think the Falcons are my favorite to be the second best team. I just think that second best team. You have them well, over the. Bucks? I have them over the Bucks currently. Because you hate be, Tom Brady. I I I have a little bias right now. It's driving me, but I mean the Bucks defense still sucks. Like they were one of the in terms of points allowed last year. I'm pretty sure they were bottom five. By the way, Brady's already working out with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and his linemen. They of had a work they and, and Blaine Gabbert, the backup. He also can just manage a game. They were also seven and nine, and Brady can just manage a game oh, yeah. better than Jameis. Bro, Winston. they score one I, touchdown. They, they score. One, I mean, that is no, but that is where the defense comes in because he can't. He can't. One picks. The Patriots' defense was was good last year. They they can't manage a game as easily as the Patriots did last year because their defense isn't as good. I mean, if the if the other team puts if the Saints put up twenty eight on them, I mean Brady's gonna have to keep pace. I'd like to see a stat on field position though. 31 interceptions. Yeah. You can't turn the ball over that much and have your and your de- and then your defense just jumps right back on. That's the true. Field. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, it's going to be int- I definitely think they'll be better. I just think there's too much I think if the if the Bucks are going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be next year. I think there's still you have to Brady has never learned a new system. He's never been with a new team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's going to be easier for him than anybody else to to get the team to mesh around him just because he's basically ran an offense for, you know, 10 years now. So he, I just think there's going to be some problems. I think Gronk's not going to be a factor. OJ Howard's going to be the better tight end. It's going to be hurt I just too. think in a league, Gronk's going to get hurt week six. In a conference where you have Mike Thomas and Julio Jones, being extremely weak in the secondary is not good. That's very bad for your team. It depends on how long they can the offense can stay on the field. And, and I mean, Brady, Brady can Brady run drives good for at him. that. So if they can minimize the amount of time that the Falcons have on the field, then. Chance. I can, still can Bruce Arians show up? Like, what have we seen from Bruce Arians? Well, he's an offensive guy. Belichick's and the offense guy. was very good. The offense, I mean, the offense very good. Average, they averaged a lot of points. The quarterback did. was they awful. Did. They, they scored a lot, a lot of yeah, points. Yeah, because he said, "Here you go, Mike. Good luck." Right. <laughs> well, I think that's also like you can't just put that on Bruce Arians. I mean, James I mean, he's calling the plays. Manage it. Don't put him in that position. Throw short balls. Get oh, the running game going. No, most, almost all of his picks I don't were, trust the offensive almost line. Almost all of his picks were two over the middle throws to linebackers. They weren't to DBs and safeties. They I, were the middle linebackers when he was throwing him. I'd be worried. I'd mid. watch the offensive line. They, I mean, because Brady is his at his worst when he is under pressure. He's getting older. It's going to get worse every year from now on. They He's, did pick up uh, what? Who did they get? Did they get Mackie back then? They, no, no worse. Uh, they yeah, got worse. I mean, Wirfs, he's a rookie, though. You can't expect the guy to come out and change the entire, you know, mindset. I think rookie alignment, O-line guys are usually make a pretty big impact, though. Like, they're one of those guys it's that different, are instant starters. It's different from blocking guys. It's so much different from blocking guys in college, at Iowa to blocking guys in the NFL. I agree, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, impact, I'd say O-linemen make some of the biggest immediate impacts on the Defensive team. side of the ball, I would say. Most of those possessions. But I, I see what you mean. I think there are two teams coming out of this division going to the playoffs. Absolutely. It's not the Falcons. The Fa- it's it's the Bucks and the Saints. I don't know. The Bucks are going to have – they have enough talent, just raw talent, to get there. They have enough raw talent. They don't they, – they, I still think they will lose either first or second round. They can't they, – they, they're not going to mesh that well. I mean, Brady – Mike Evans is a deep ball guy. And so, I mean, based on what Jameis has done, so is uh, Godwin. I mean, I think ha- that was more to do with the offense, though. I mean, y- yeah, but who who knows if Mike Evans can be that 
you know, or who can be that Julian Edelman guy who's going to mm-hmm. come over the middle Absolutely. and take a friggin' shot and get back up. Can you Brady know? throw the deep ball? I mean, I've said this a million times privately. He's never been a great deep ball thrower. I mean, his best year was 2007. Him, but when you gave him Randy Moss, it was his greatest year of his career. In his prime. In, his, in the year that was his prime. He has not been that good ever since. I mean. I Yeah, I think Brady's never had to make a throw. That never had to be, like it's been expected to make a throw that he can't confidently make. If you're at the 50 yard line with two seconds left, I'd rather have Drew Brees throwing the ball than Brady. For because you got to just bomb it. I mean, that's I got two teams coming out of the division. It's the Saints and the Bucks. But uh, the Saints are just they've been ready and they just keep getting screwed. Like I, it'll be exciting to play watch. last it's year. Gonna, it wasn't. It's yeah. gonna have to happen though. Like at one point. I'm rooting. I'm rooting. F- probably you know the Patriots. I don't have a lot of. Faith in to win a Super Bowl this year, just because it's a reset year. Yep. I, I'm I think I'm rooting for the Saints out of all teams secondary to come to win the Super Bowl. I love Drew Brees. I hope he wins another one. But. Yeah, Taysom Hill deserves it. <laughs> all right. So last topic, uh, movie, um, rookie of the year. Whose pick was it? Was it Cam's? Mine. It was yours? Yeah. I mean, I love this movie. I've loved this movie since I was a child. I remember watching it at sports school day camp when we had rain out days and we had to sit and watch. Um, I mean. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I love the movie. So many iconic characters. Henry Rowan Gardner. Um, you got uh, the what the heck's his what's the heck's his name though? I always forget his it's name. The That's Gary Busey. Chet Stedman. The the uh, Gary Busey who was a crazy person. You got uh, the guy from Home Alone. The, the coach yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hot Ice. Uh, the manager Brick calling him the wrong name. Funny story about rookie of the year. Uh, a few years ago, I was think I was watching with Dylan. And the guy from the Mets, Hato, um, <laughs> he he's he's in the, he's a prominent part of the movie. He's probably the villain of the movie, but um, other than the manager, the dad manager, but um, he came up to the plate and they say it's Hato. And for some reason, when I was a kid, I thought he said it's Potato. I thought that's I thought that was his like nickname. I thought he, potato. I, yeah, Potato. Potato. I yeah. thought they said Potato. Like that was his nickname or something, or that was his last name. So for years, I thought it was Potato or uh, Potato. And and that Dylan was like, what are you talking about? It's Hato. No. But uh love this movie. I'd give it I give it a seven eight. I mean, all time sports movie. Not as good as you watch it as you get older. Some some inconsistencies um here and there, but I mean I, I, I and my biggest gripe with the movie is uh the end. I mean I don't like him losing his his arm. Losing his arm and then having to retire. I hate that. I want him to have a nice going back to being a 30, kid. Yeah, I need I need him to have a forty year career. <laughs> he was an awful baseball player before. Yeah, exactly. When he first played, he threw a ball. He was the worst baseball player I've ever. They seen. all all his friends hated him, and he got chicks when he was in the league. He had that girl that girl that was way too hot for him, about four feet taller than him, going out on a boat day with him. I mean, yeah. who knows how old she was when the movie was shot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, so Ben, you did, you weren't required to watch the movie, but you uh, obviously have seen it a lot. Uh, what do you what do you think of the movie? You know, I like the movie. It's one of those movies that you really like to see as a kid. It's kind of like it's the dream. I wish it was me. Yeah. Now I got two real takes on the movie. Number one is I've broken part of my extension of my arm, and I was not throwing a hundred and two. But you were hoping that it would happen. I could not reach the basket. <laughs> but 
So yeah, that was great. I just wish someone would teach him how to throw a curveball. Because I don't see how you throw he, a fastball. His mom did. The changeup. He threw the changeup. He threw it once. His mom did. <laughs> and, and, he threw and it, it, once, and it won him an M- MCLS. He threw No, the they won the pitch. championship. No, that w- no, no, they didn't show the oh, Super Bowl. Okay, no, yeah, no. but World Series. Yeah, but at the end of the movie, when he caught the ball over the fence to win the game for the Little League, he throws the ring up in the air, and it says World yeah, Series. Yeah, they won the World Series. Actually, I'd like to bring up that point. How did they win a World Series? I mean, Stedman was done. Rowan Gardner was yeah, done. You've never, you didn't even see another pitcher. Who the heck was the other pitcher? No, nope. I don't know. Who were they playing? Remember that pitching coach got came out from his like little cage he was stuck in? Yeah. I don't know. Who did they throw well, on the mound? I, I don't, don't know. They had the morale. That's the, if, you had to, if you had to give it a rating, man, what would you give it? I mean, I I didn't watch it. I loved it as a kid. I'd give it like an 8-1. I don't know how I'd feel about it now, but... I mean, I really don't see how. In terms MLB, of sports movies, it's pretty, it's pretty great, damn good. Yeah, but I don't think it stacks up to the some of the sports movies I think of when you think of Remember the Titans, like yeah. Hoosiers, yeah. Or those kind of things. But great movie. Well, it's a kids movie, right? So Sandlot though destroys it. Destroys yeah. it. <laughs> close. Uh, Tucker, your thoughts on Rookie of the Year? I had one weird thing about this movie. And it was the amount of adults in this movie that wanted to fight. And <laughs> Very good Gardner. point. You brought this up before <laughs> the podcast. Wild. Very good point. Like, seven or eight different people wanted to fight him over the course of this movie. Could you imagine being a 30-year-old man and being like, I want to punch that 10-year-old man. Like, try I probably punch. could, to be honest. Try. I go like, on TikTok a lot, and there's a lot of 10-year-old kids. But, like, actively, like, going up to a 10-year-old <laughs> trying to beat him up. Yeah, no. It's wild. I think he's 12, And this actually. is a movie that, like, my childhood, I was... That, that was my dream. I wanted to be a professional baseball player, so this was my favorite movie. But rewatching it, didn't love it. Didn't. It was hard to get through, honestly. Um, um, I, I will say, when I broke my wrist when I was about 12, I was like, I'm coming out of this like Henry Rowan Gardner. I'm going to be firing, I'm going to be sidearming, just boom. But didn't happen. Yeah, um, so I, I, I wait, don't. What about Tucker Score? Tucker Score, real quick. 6 3. All right. Dill? So I relate. Well, so again, yeah, at the beginning when I was a kid, yeah, I wanted to be Henry. Maybe like something goofy happened. You got a Pepsi like, deal. Oh my god, sweet. I'm throwing the ball 105 miles an hour off the bump after I break my collarbone. Uh, well, Trey, you, well, maybe you could just throw lefty now. You I could try. <laughs> but now that I've watched it, I and I haven't watched it in a while. I relate so much to Chet Stedman. Because, the washed up because bum. the washed up he he he, he tries to fire <laughs> the up the big cheese he tries to fire up that arm again and when his shoulder breaks in in the last scene that he's in in the final game that Tommy they show, John, baby no it's his shoulder he screwed it's his, he felt his Rotator arm going his, his shoulder I relate to that so much every time that like that crazy guitar riff comes out when he <laughs> when he throws it and he's just like oh it's so much pain I'm like I feel that. And he Every lays time out I for throw. the ball. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I try to be that guy when I play baseball now. I'm trying to trying to be the guy with a broken arm who's fat and tries his best. So your movie, your score? Um, Score, I'm going with the crowd here. I'm going to give it a solid 8.0. It's a good movie. I, I loved watching it as a kid. Still like watching it now. It's a classic. I want. It makes me happy. I want a sequel where it happens again, but he doesn't want to leave his friends and he just plays Little League. He, I mean, he's he, but but he's old now. He's got to be like forty now. They actually so he comes back into the league as like a washed forty year old. Well, the point, I wanted him to play Little League. Oh, okay. when, when, the, when the Cubs won in was twenty sixteen, they actually he was like at the field. And I think they, he threw out a first pitch. Yeah, or something that he was like no, part was, of the it, part of the, the thing. home run was hit. They told him to throw it back, and he like fired it to the catcher. <laughs> um, 
All right, so I think it's my turn, right? I think so. Um, so I'm going to stay on sports. I watched this movie about two weeks ago because it was on HBO. Friday Night Lights. You ever seen Friday Night Lights? Booby Miles. I don't think so. All time Booby Miles. Movie. I mean, one of the best sports movies of all time. Booby Miles. Um, Mike Winchell, the quarterback. This will show you, like, it. I, I've said this. I've said this before. Um, it's it's not really applicable, but I mean, I'm not. I was playing D6 high school football, so it's nothing like Texas Division A football or whatever the heck it's supposed to be. But it it gives you the most insight into what it's like to be in high school football and like take it super seriously, like the way the coaches act, the way the the fan, like the yeah. In Lee, there's not mega fans, but the parents are pretty involved. Like we had people screaming with cowbells at games, like insulting other players. Um, so that's, it's the most insight for me into like what it's like to be on a co- in a high school football team trying to win a state championship or a Western Mass championship, in my opinion, in my experience. But so my movie is Friday Night Lights. Nobody tell Cam. I want to hear. I want him to listen to the co- to the podcast to find out what the movie is. <laughs> Maybe we can screw him out of a point here. But um, yeah. So that's episode twenty two. Uh, ran ran a little long, but we had we had a special guest, so we had to. So thank you, Ben, for coming on. You're welcome anytime you want. Thanks for having me. I think it was a good episode. I think we laid out some good points. We had to leave off a little top, a couple topics for time, but it's all right. Uh, you still a fan of the show, or you, now that you see the firsthand experience? I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Anytime Thanks you want to come on, good. and we need you to keep producing, though. We need those. Might we have to. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> episode might be a little bit better. Alrighty. Um, hit us up on our socials and uh, thanks for getting wasted with us. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.